Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show we have Erwin McManus and he's actually going to be with us for the next two days as well. And he's talking to us about something very important in our lives and that is hearing God's voice. It is so important for us to be led by God to know that he is constantly speaking and for us to tune into him so that we can be led by the Holy Spirit and follow him and obey him and choose him first in our lives. Here's Erwin. I think it's when I was in junior high. It was the first time we ever visited the mountains of North Carolina. I'm not sure why, but I've always had this romantic uh, magnetism toward uh, the mountains and that whole region of, of the United States and where the Cherokee Indians used to roam. And and my brother and I and our family were there, but one time we went out into the woods and and one of the most terrifying things in the world when you're a city kid is to get lost in the woods during sunset when you realize you're running out of light and you have no idea where you're going. Everything looks the same. I mean, I, I, I've lived in cities all my life. I am used to signs. I'm used to street signs and and directions carefully written out so I can know exactly where I'm going and how to get where I want to go. But in the woods, it was different. And as it got darker and darker and darker, you hear a lot of eerie sounds, by the way. You hear a lot of things walking that you cannot see. And, and I found, found that it was so difficult not only to not be able to navigate where I'm going, but, but even to find someone through sound. When someone would say, I'm over here, I'm over here. It, it, it was as if the, the, the sound was coming 360 degrees when, when someone was trying to guide me by their voice. I, I couldn't figure out if it was coming from the right, from the left, from north, from south, from east, from west. And I, I look now and I think about how we have all these GPS systems and, and we have ways and all these different ways of, of traveling our way through cities. It kind of drives me crazy sometimes because whenever you have someone under 35 driving you, they, they don't even look at the road, they just look at the map. And, and, and sometimes, hey, look, just look up the streets right there. You don't have to look at the map. But now it's not just a map that you see. Now you have someone explaining the map to you. Turn right in 400 feet, in 200 feet, in 100 feet. Turn right. And if you're like, uh, I think my son Aaron, he turns it into a British voice so that she speaks kindly to him and with a little bit of sophistication. And, and I wonder, when you're driving, are you paying attention to what you see or are you paying attention to what you hear? Because I think that there's a divide in some ways between being a visual learner and being an auditory learner. In fact, if I took a survey, I wonder how many of us would say, no, the best way for me to learn is I need to see it. I, I need to look at it. And the best way for me to learn is I need to hear it. I, 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 um, I need it explained or I need, I need the sound. Because when, when you become a follower of Jesus, you almost immediately become a, a visual learner. You have a Bible, you're told to read it, you start diving into it, meditating on it, maybe even memorizing it. And so you become, a, in many ways, a visual learner. You learn by reading the Bible, taking notes, writing down thoughts, um, observing applications, and then applying it to your life. But the crazy thing about it is that even though, as a follower of Jesus, you need to be good at being a visual learner. You, you need to 
dive into the scriptures, listen to what God is saying, write it down, apply it to your life. But really the Bible is not trying to heighten your, your visual skills. The Bible is trying to heighten your auditory skills. Because in the end, what you see in the Bible isn't what's going to help you navigate your life. It's not how you're gonna figure out where God is actually guiding you, taking you, and moving you. The Bible is there so that you can become an auditory learner. The Bible is there so you can see what God has done, so you can read what God is saying, but in the end, it's actually there so that you can learn to hear God's voice, so you can identify the voice of God. And so if you're lost in the woods, God's not going to give you a written map to get you out of the woods. What God's going to do is he's going to call your name and teach you how to follow the sound of his voice to get where you need to go. Throughout the scriptures, there's this overwhelming theme of the power of God's voice. And as a follower of Christ, you cannot navigate the life that God is calling you to unless you learn to listen and you listen well. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 25 through 29, the scriptures tell us this. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him and warned them on earth, how much less will we, if we turn away from him, who warns us from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is the created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Now, one of the powerful images that the scriptures give us is that when God speaks, things happen. When God speaks, things are created. The entire story of, of our known history is God speaking, let there be light, and light comes into existence. Everything in the scriptures begins with the voice of God and ends with the voice of God. And even Jesus, when he walked this earth, the way that, that John describes him was in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The voice of God, the declaration of God, that Jesus is God speaking in flesh and blood. And all the way through from, from the law to the prophets, to the gospels, to the epistles, the recurring theme in the Bible is that God speaks and when he speaks, he creates. And when he creates, he brings life. And so if you want to experience the life that God has for you, you need to realize that that life can only come out of God's creative power. And that God's creative power comes out of his voice. So if you do not hear his voice, you will not experience his life. Let's go back to the beginning here, verse 25. He says, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. I think that one statement right there should cause us to pause because what, what the scriptures are doing is that they're making a basic assumption about reality, that God speaks. Everything else in the scriptures will not work in your life. 
Everything God promises in the scriptures will not be actualized in your life. Everything that God tells us our life can become will not happen in our lives unless we understand that God speaks and it's through his speaking that he creates. And so if God speaks, then what should our response be? Well, to listen. And so God is speaking up and we need to listen up. To see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. So what we know is that God speaks. But what we also see in this one simple statement is that we have the capacity to ignore his voice. We can actually refuse him who speaks. And so if you want to know where your spiritual journey begins, you need to pause. You see, sometimes we, we want a step-by-step -step program. We want a step-by-step -step process. We want someone to tell us what we need to do next. But really what you need to do is you need to listen. Because if God is speaking, then you need to be doing the listening. And no one else can tell you what God is speaking into your life. Now, the scriptures give us a compass to know what things God would not speak and what kinds of things God would speak. Because God's voice will always match his character. God's voice will always match his intention. God's voice will always match his mission. God's voice will always match the voice of the scriptures. But what you need to realize is that every single moment of your life, God is speaking. And the dynamic of the life God created you to live only happens in that interaction of God speaking and you listening. God speaking and me listening. He goes on with a warning. If they did not escape when they refused him, who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. That word once more, more indicates the removing of what can be shaken that has created things so that what cannot be shaken will remain. What he's telling us is that God has always been speaking. And if you look at the story of God with the people of Israel, the great challenge was that God would speak and his people refused his voice. It was never in that moment that God was silent. It's that they did not respond to his voice with obedience. And which to me is so fascinating because there's a, a 400 year period between Malachi and Matthew. That would be the 400 years of silence where there were no prophets, there was no voice of God. God did not speak to his people. And what you find in the scriptures is this. If God speaks and you refuse what he says to you, do not expect God to say something else. God speaks and he waits for our response. And if the conversation is, well, re-engaged, he speaks again the same thing he spoke when you did not respond. See, I think that the, the problem, we think, well, you know, God isn't speaking. What we're really saying is God is not saying what I want him to say. He's not talking about what I want him to talk about. That was Pastor Erwin McManus, and you can find that entire talk on YouTube if you search under Hearing God's Voice, Erwin McManus Mosaic. You can also head over to his website, which is erwinmcmanus.com. Again, I encourage you to check him out. He's got some great stuff, great materials out there, some excellent books as well to help you be encouraged in Christ. Hope you have a great day today, and remember, go live your 320 life more than you can imagine in Christ. God bless you.